Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. Joined on the star line by a journalist and adventurer. He's seen 11-foot waves on an 11-foot paddleboard. His first book is How to Go Anywhere and Not Get Lost. We welcome Hans Oshim. Thank you, Sean. It's great to be here. Hans, let's go beyond the mic. You've covered surfing, skating, and travel. Why was a book for kids the next logical step? <laughs> this is a book that I wish I had when I was a kid. So I wanted to I wanted to write for younger readers to inspire them, to give them that sense of confidence that it takes to go out and explore the world. And yeah, just to really experience life fully. And part of that is having these kind of navigation skills. It can be a really great way of establishing confidence for a kid. So yeah, I wanted to just share that. You live in New York with your wife and animals. What things did you do so you could survive the quarantine and thrive? <laughs> great question. I mean, I think we're all kind of piecing it together as we go. Of course, as soon as it was safe, safe to do so, I was outside as much as possible. We're really lucky in New York. We have the ocean is right there. People tend to forget that New York's on the coast and it's it's a it's a beach town. So I spent a lot of time surfing at Rockaway Beach, which is about about a thirty minute drive away. And also getting up into the Catskill Mountains when I could, but sometimes you can't go too far. So it was just a matter of walking around the block and, and just taking time to be outside in any way that I could. Now in your book, kids are shown how to make a stick chart, star clock chip log, pace count beads, and sextant. Why are these so important tools for kids right now? I think we are really a bit over-reliant on technology. I mean, technology is a great tool, but it's just one tool. So the idea with giving kids the skills to, to build their own kind of basic navigational tools is to show that it's good to have more than one option when you're trying to do anything. And especially with navigation, you don't you don't want to be uh, out in the woods with a, a dead battery on your phone and and feel totally lost and helpless. So this is really uh, it's showing kids that there are lots of different ways to do things, and knowing a lot of those ways is is a way to feel really confident, especially in the outdoors. Kids have their phones permanently attached to their face. What are the important things for kids to learn now? I think a really important thing for kids to to know, or something for them to keep it in the front of their mind, no matter what they're doing is, is critical thinking. So it's using multiple sources of information to make a good choice, but also questioning where that information is coming from and questioning the source and understanding why a fact is. So for example, why does the North star always point North? How does that work? And that's something we go into in my book in every area is, is why something works the way it does, why, why that's the case. And that's really to, to show kids that you know, they, they should be thinking for themselves and that they should be questioning you know, conventional knowledge, something that they're, they're told every day, but it's, it's best to understand why. How to Go Anywhere and Not Get Lost is the book. Hans Oshim is the author, and he joins us beyond the mic. You have a Master's of Science with focus of health, population, and society from the London School of Economics and political science and bachelors of arts in journalism and African studies from the University of Wisconsin-Madison and the University of Cape Town. <laughs> How do you go from there writing about ancient explorers to writing a book for kids? Yeah, great question. So so I studied um, journalism and African studies, and, and while I was 
in my undergrad, I got really interested in doing public health field work. So I, I would go out into different communities, uh, especially in South Africa and Kenya, and interview people about their health experiences. And that got me really interested in public health. But at the same time, I was essentially telling stories. I was storytelling. I was gathering information. I was learning new information from people and sharing their stories just in a kind of more research, uh, health policy-focused context. And then when I when I got out into the big big wide world, I started just going pure storytelling and, and got into journalism. And I found a lot of similarities. I mean, the, these critical thinking skills and this kind of getting multiple sources of information was all linked to to journalism and to writing. And I wanted to translate those values into a book for kids on a subject that I was passionate about and that I thought was really underserved. There's not a lot of great resources uh, about navigation for kids. So that's kind of how we got to, not totally lost, but that's how we got here. (laughs) Time's running out, so it's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no pressure. Oh, boy. (laughs) Favorite place to hike? Uh, Catskills. One thing people don't know about you? I'm ambidextrous. Favorite place to take your dog for a walk in New York? Rockaway Beach. How about that one thing that you do that annoys your wife to no end? <laughs> one thing? Oh, God. You have to pick one. Oh, boy. Uh, leave the windows open. Favorite topic to write about? The ocean. How about drive-in or in the theater movies? Which one do you like better? Theater. Which culture intrigues you the most? Ooh, that's tough. What culture? Why? What's so tough about it? I'm I'm very I'm always intrigued by well, there's just so many there's so it's so many to choose from. I'm always intrigued by kind of underground cultures and I've always loved crime movies and mafia movies, so I'm really intrigued by organized crime and the culture of organized crime. What makes organized crime so interesting? Is it the family element? I think it's the mix of, it's the family element, the element of, of tradition, and it's also this kind of hidden in plain sight. It's something that exists in cities all over the world, but and it isn't totally underground, but it's, yeah, it's kind of this hidden in plain sight idea of organized crime and, and this kind of symbiotic relationship that it has with kind of the, you know, legitimate, so to speak, economy that, you know, the, these two feed off one another. The name of your book is How to Go Anywhere and Not Get Lost. Have you ever gotten lost? <laughs> of course, yeah. Navigation is, it's, throughout human history, it's a trial and error. And, and the only way you learn is by making mistakes. The important thing is to learn from them and to do better the next time. So, yeah, absolutely. But I always find my way back <laughs> so far. And what's your next project? Well, in writing this, I, I really realized how underserved like the adult reader market is in this kind of topical area. So I want to explore kind of modern navigation and modern, yeah, like trailblazers in this field um, in more of an adult reader context. So taking some of these, some of these ideas and, and just repositioning them for the adult reader and telling new stories in this area. He annoys his wife by leaving windows open, wants to share stories about health policy and loves surfing in New York. <laughs> From a person who used to watch the waves at Jones Beach, I totally understand. Hans Asham, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you, Sean. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. 